built a remote show today, uh, which means I miss you physically. <laughs> but <laughs> but we have a we have a very, it's a very exciting show. We have uh, a new segment. Uh, it's going to be a recurring segment with a new special guest on the show. I'm very excited about it, and I think our fans will be very excited about it. Our fans, viewers, watchers, listeners, all of them. Anybody <laughs> who consumes the show is going to be very excited about it. So let's get into it. Let's find out more about that. Welcome to That Range Life. Sometimes the show starts with a good clap, sometimes it starts with a bad clap, but here we are today, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to That Range Life. That's Chris McEwen at Chris McEwen on all the social medias. I'm Bill Bush of DriveRangeGirls.com. Um, we're doing a remote show this week. Mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. It's not like we had spent, you know, we, we went on a stretch of doing like seven garage shows or something in a row, but... It's so disappointing too because it's another beautiful night. It would have been great to do a garage show, but every time, alas, we've been doing the show going on two and a half years here, and uh, every single time returning to the basement stew, it's like reinventing the wheel. It's it's the same setup, yet somehow it's hard to get right every single time. So I I couldn't find my normal headphones. So I got I got the professional <laughs> cans. You didn't you didn't give me any warning about wearing the cans tonight. Yeah, I'm wearing my earbuds. I have a different setup. I have this uh, new desk. You didn't really even no I noticed I, I, I did guess, in, the, in the pre-show. I did. You didn't have your headphones in for like 35 seconds. And uh, oh yeah, then I went. So I'm selling. This is a desk I'm selling. It used to be my wife's desk. Ah. got her a new desk, and so now I have this desk in. The studio and i'm like well might as well put it to use you have what they so here we you are. have what they call a multitude of desks right now right. i can't wait to get it out of my house um hey if you're just joining us folks um mm-hmm. on youtube here go down below hit subscribe hit the bell so you get all the notifications maybe give us a thumbs up because you appreciate the good solid effort we are putting forth for you because we couldn't do any of this without you um you can be a subscriber number 1003 and that's what i was gonna say we hit our yeah. thousand subscriber marks so the giveaway is coming we got some people lined up we talked about it last week we've been talking about it for yeah. weeks so the giveaway uh is engaged it has been started <laughs> you don't want to miss it and um let's just say that our partners who love working with us are really looking forward to the giveaway. I don't know if they really are. I just made that up, but it sounded good. Right? Uh, but whether or not they're looking forward to it, they're willing. Yeah. So that's basically, I mean, that's more than half the battle. All right. So speaking, if you're, if okay. you're listening to the podcast, if, if you do the podcast, Chris, do the, do the podcast thing. You do it better than me. Yeah. Podcast listeners. Um, hello. Welcome to the show. Great to have you. Um, do us a favor. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast and while you're listening, maybe pause it or whatever, uh, go down, rate it, give it, you know, five stars. That's not too much to ask. And then just put a little rating, like a little review. A little bit. You know, and then uh, and then come back. Um, But you hear us talking about this YouTube giveaway podcast listeners. So go check us out on YouTube for that giveaway. And speaking of our partners that are giving us stuff to give away, I got to show you something that showed up maybe an hour, hour and a half before the, uh, before the mics went hot. Mm-hmm. See if you can see this. Oh yeah. A new supply, a uh, fresh supply of Bridgestone golf balls. Thank goodness. The official golf ball supplier of that range life a show sometimes about golf so chris yes got a bunch of bridgestone golf balls here with your name well not literally but i can go and write your name with sharpie on all of them if you want that'd be kind of funny <laughs> it be, um it would be it'd be funny once and then after that i'd be like damn it it's ruining my, my mojo golf ball mojo even more of a reason for me to do it just for the right, just for the wolves right. um all right, listen. Just in time for the for the uh, for my September golf travel swing. Yeah, like I'm about to go on. It comes in handy. You you know, it's like I texting you um, with this, and you're like, hey, you know, I, probably a remote show. I'm going to be gone for 
uh, so many days, whatever. And then it's like, yeah. um, you know, I, I throw the Hail Mary and see if you're available to do the golfs anyway, figuring you wouldn't be. But it's like there's a certain bit of. What do you mean I don't have your travel schedule for basically when does your golf season travel start like May 1st and ends about <laughs> December 1st? I'm like, oh, my mistake for not keeping it straight. Right. And I didn't say anything. I just said I got stuff. I gave yeah, it. I you, got you stuff. Act like I don't know your tones. That's the thing that kills me every I'll time. Get do, oh, get out of here. I said I can't. I got stuff. Can I just go? I can't. I got stuff. That is per word for word. I can't. I got stuff. Listeners, I just, viewers, you tell me where the attitude is in that. Like, what would you want me to say? Like, you know, I'd love to build. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, you know, I yeah. just, I feel yeah, terrible. I, I can't One do time. No, I can't. I got stuff, man. I got to go to holding the microphone. <laughs> my microphone stand is giving me, I, I'll do my best to not create an audio nightmare for you and be cognizant of it. But my mic stand is giving me a huge a pain in the ass tonight. So I'm, I apologize. It, but All right, just sit still. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Sit very find a nice, still. Your your arm is now a mic stand. I'm gonna find a nice, comfortable position, <laughs> and that's just how I will remain the rest of this show. Um, it's right. easier. Do you to, want to start the show now? It's easier to control too with the the good cans on because I, I really get good feedback on what it's doing. Yeah. So let's, yeah, yeah. I looked at the set list tonight, and um, mm-hmm. I had a golf palooza week again. Family's mm-hmm. last hurrah to Wisconsin before school starts this week. And, um, yeah. you, you know, you did some golfs and like, man, we had, we have a quite the set list. It's extensive. But as you said in your text earlier, Hey, you know, got a, maybe, maybe a short show tonight. Cause you know, you got things, which is understandable and you right. got a quick, you know, quick edit turnaround. Right. I'm sort of thinking maybe we just trim out a lot of this set list and maybe just gloss over some things maybe don't talk about all of it and just play it by year as we go here how do you feel about that yeah i mean i brought that up before the show started so i obviously i agree with that you said we, we i literally said you said through you said through six you said go through six or try to i'm saying we just no no, no i just said well I, I will stop at six if we get that far like i, like oh, I said no, like, i'm saying like let's just cut stuff out and plan on six <laughs> Because I like okay. I like your plans for six. Um, here's the one. Here's the one contribution. Do we do we want to talk about our round at Maple Meadows at all? A first for both of us, and how it was like golfing in. Um, it was awful golfing on the moon. The, the it was awful. The course is cool. Yeah. The layout was. Uh, the layout was nice. Uh, you know, the routing was solid and whatnot. But man, sure, sure. I, admittedly, there was high school golf tryouts finishing up right before we teed off naturally um but holy crap those greens had to be the worst i've seen this year and maybe in a long time and i am quite comfortable in saying they screwed up my putting for another two and a half (laughs) rounds like it may i texted you the next day i played nine holes at the village links our uh you know our current yep uh, you know, on course preferred location headquarters yeah, head right. HQ. That's a better, much better way right. of putting it. Good job. Right. Um, that you've put now having played that nine hole course a couple times, you know, the greens are fine, but they're public affordable nine hole greens. It was, they're not terrible. They're not bad. No, yeah, no, they're, they're good. Yeah, they're they're yeah. solid. They're maintained, but they're not like putting on Augusta national by any means. Oh, no, of course. Following our Maple Meadows rounds, they sure as shit right. were. Uh, just- right. right. I, I would put up, I would put up like um, our winter headquarter, uh, golf headquarters, uh, St. Andrews in West Chicago. Yeah. I would put their uh, winter or winter just, greens. just, yeah, just, just past winter. I would put those greens up against the Maple Meadow greens any day because those Maple, I don't know what. They were doing, they were recently punched. Yeah, it seemed yeah. it looked like for whatever reason, it's August. I don't understand that. Yeah. They were beat to hell, which, okay. Uh, you know, it's late in the day, but we've played how many thousands of late in the day rounds of golf. I've never seen greens uh, that it, chewed up. You know, I don't know. Maybe instead of harping on the fact that we have to have our carts in at 8 p.m. over and over over again and, you know, time checking us and, and being just completely in it, mean we got yelled at we got yelled at twice before teeing off before we even got to the first tee and maybe you know maybe 
reemphasize their patrons fixing ball marks on greens. Maybe spend your time that way and be a little more, I don't know, proactive rather than just be assholes to everyone who walks through the front door of that place. So let's. Uh, That isn't part of a club or a league or whatever. So let's. That was the biggest thing to me. Like those guys are just dicks. Let's start off with um, we walk up. And they have the big giant dry erase sign that you put outside of like, you know, your restaurant when you're trying to attract right. people passing by to come in and enjoy your delicious home cooking. And it says, uh, you know, all and even like this, which was perfectly fine information to have to convey, but somehow came off in an orderly, directive way that all right. Right. must tee off from the 10th hole today and it's like okay fine so they have everybody going off on 10 instead of one but even that was weird and the signs you know what roughly three and a half feet tall it's a significant size sign and right. I'm like oh, that's okay got it then you walk it inside the little tiny pro shop where there's no less than i don't know forty thousand people in there trying to pay their right. greens fees and get out on the course and we think like hey you know we we have jobs we have adult responsibilities we get there for our four fifty four sixteen i feel like that one minute counts here that four sixteen mm-hmm. time we both got there maybe five to four you know there's plenty of time to pay and yeah there's no driving range there or anything so it's just gonna walk up and pay and yeah no big deal to the first tee and and yeah well so we thought you got through f- quote unquote fairly quick. And then I, you know, was in the line because there was two, a league after us and another league after them. So, which, right. Unless they were playing nine holes, like there was no way those leagues finished. I'm sure they were playing. They had to. Um, yeah. But so then finally I get to pay and then you got a lecture about, Hey, just so you know, well, I, I shouldn't say it's a lecture. You got spoken to about, Hey, you have to be off the green, off the course, and with your cart back to the clubhouse by 8 p.m. No exceptions. And in case, Chris, you did not get that message, there's another one of these giant outdoor dry erase signs <laughs> sign. smack dab in the middle of this tiny pro shop with a billion people inside of it. Right. And you're like, right. okay, we get the point. So I somehow didn't get the lecture, but the guy, uh, the guy checking me in or you know i was paying my greens fee to seemed confused Mm -hmm. why i was even there in the first place i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and don't forget uh the messages the the pre-round messages via email about don't you dare bring a piece of uh or a a can of beer or i did forget about that outside drinks to this golf course you will be fined and summarily executed uh, <laughs> on site they did say you will be fine and i think they said arrested in one of these but they sent yeah, yeah. an email the day yeah. before and then i forgot yeah. about that sign as well outside which yeah, again yeah. that's a not that's not an uncommon policy and this is a forest preserved owned golf course so i more than understand the standing but yes but, but I, I guess to that point is you know like you like you said, every golf course has that policy. We get it. It was just so and, the language was like But God, man, you have to be so aggressive with right, it. Jesus. aggressive and threatening and like don't you like everything in their tones, like don't you dare come here and expect to enjoy yourself and be in control of your situation. <laughs> you are right. not the boss you here. Can, you are barely right. even welcome here. And don't forget the like metal real estate sign they had stating the no I forgot about that sign until you that's brought right. it up. Yeah. So, that's um, right. That's right. Okay, fine. I'm finally through the line, which was a circus and, you know, the confused guy. And we get to the first tee. I won't say the guy's name, but let's, you know, I'm not even going to describe him because who knows who goes there and sees it. But like the, right, the right. then the lecture, we got, oh, yeah, Bush 416. You guys sure waited till the last minute here, cutting it close. Guys are cutting it close, huh? And I gave him the. Is it 416 yet? Shut up, guy. And I said, and there's nobody there. You know, right. No one's behind us. No one's on the tee box. Like it's. And then I says to him, the clubhouse is a circus right now. An absolute zoo. We were on time. It took forever. And after the guy gives us a shitty statement, he go, this asshole goes. Oh, it must be why he's not answering any of my calls. Oh, that's right. Right. No shit, dude. Figure it out. Figure it out. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I try to let it go. Cause I, I say to you all the time, like I, you know, joking or not that I feel like just in my general assessment and having conversation, I sound crabbier and more critical of the courses we play or scenarios than I actually am. Um, and harbors. Well, you know, if I think, I think you're wrong. I will say I think you're wrong and stand up for or defend or whatever. But in this case, well, you're a hundred percent accurate. And so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm more or less just like determining my thoughts of it more than I'm saying like, this is what I think about it. As we go, think of like Harborside's a good example where I'm like, okay, well maybe I'm just being critical. Hang on. I'm spending our 18 holes here, sort of assessing my feelings of the place. Um, and even after that, I go, eh, I don't know, maybe it's just a weird, busy time. We didn't play very well. So maybe it's just my attitude. The, I, as I played other golf courses after I continue to think to myself, no, I'm dead on. That was miserable, unenjoyable. <laughs> and I have no, like, I, is, can I say I'll never go back? No. I mean, I, if somebody was like, hey, this is the only to thing. Which? Maple Meadows. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, the only yeah, yeah. scenario that's going to work out for us. It's the only two time we can find. We have an outing here. Whatever it might be, fine. But in terms of like, Chris, let's pick where we play today. Zero percent chance. Zero oh, yeah, percent. No. I mean, no. No, 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 no. And no, I keep getting haunted no. by like hitting a putt online and it's like it's a clear right to left break. And it it's like you can't see anything that it hit, but somehow it just takes a four and a half foot left to right jump because some right. <laughs> some right. crater must have been there. I don't know. So, yeah, I have no desire to go back there. Nope. Me neither. Especially when the sister course is so much better. Yeah. Assuming they have the course literally across the street is a billion no, times better. One of the things we pointed out, um, our options were slim and maybe there's a good reason why. Um, but it, there's something about this last week where it must have been like the last hurrahs for a golf season or something. I've like tea times everywhere, even the usual places that are readily available uh on a yeah, regular think, basis just everything was booked a week in advance and all you know everything was gone everything yeah there, there's some to that because even when adam and i went to thunderhawk um they we had like three three options for that round and there was a uh an outing right behind us not i shouldn't say right behind us but there's an outing going off um later in that day that just took up the entire obviously the entire t-sheet so maybe that that's just it's like uh, outing season or end of you know like all the sales departments are doing their golf outing or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just wild. Um, yeah, but we did. We did, should highlight the one positive, the one fun thing uh, that we did, which was simultaneous tee shots on eighteen, which is a par three. I added that note in the set list. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot what it meant. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> Yeah, we had this. It was there were two. It was very. Um, I appreciate it. So you hit a fade into the green. I hit a draw into the green, and it just made a little heart shape as they crossed paths, and then landed like what three feet across away from each other. I would say if even because we were like, oh, should yeah. we even putt at the same time? But we literally couldn't. Right, <laughs> right, and both great shots. We were both like ten feet out, probably. Don't worry. At a back pin. Neither of us made the birdie putt. You're, oh, yeah. No. You're welcome. I mean, there's, you stood right. no chance of making a birdie putt on these greens. Right. Um, right. Right. I will tell you. That was fun. I felt like it was sort of a eye-opening experience doing that. Um, I almost feel like that you and I should play all of our golf that way now. Even if we're, I would do it. Even if it's like, say, uh, you know, I'm 250 yards out in the rough, you're 180 <laughs> yards out in the middle of the fairway. Right. I think we still do right. it. And part of the bit is right. like, eventually one of us is going to get hit or close to it. <laughs> yes. It's, especially if we have cameras sure. going, it'll be worth it. Um, For sure. For sure. You have to capture that. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we play, we tee off one round. We're going to try to play 18 holes and it's like 530. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to take it simultaneous shots the whole way through. Do you, speaking of, do you recall in our, in our round, we were racing against uh, sunlight and for the record. Yeah. We did play a par five in eight minutes. The two of us, that was yeah. really good. And yeah. um, we did not get back by eight and nothing happened. So here we are. Here we still Called are. Called their bluff. Um, Sons of bitches. 
Can you imagine how fun it would be to show up? Okay, we're going to do this like same time thing. And we get to that first tee. The stars like, all right, uh, you guys are up. The tee box is yours. And us two knuckleheads <laughs> step up and both just tee off at the same time. And in theory, we get so dialed in with this process. I mean, we just get, it's like one, two, three, you don't hear that on the backswing. And then at the same time, right. like, God, you guys right. are sick. But it'll be awesome. Right. Man, what a video that'll make. I agree. So I man, agree. I can't that, what, that was awesome. I did really enjoy it, all jokes aside. Yeah. Um that was fun. Do you want to talk about your Thunderhawk round at all? Or I mean, just going, I'll just touch on it quickly. Uh, Thunderhawk is great. It's the second time I've been there. Um and uh it was a lot of fun. I used a I tested a new putter. Hmm. on that round hmm. so i have some thoughts on that when we someday when we when we have that video make that video oh um, that putter yeah that putter. Oh, i can't wait till we make that video by the god we we have a great we say this all the time but this one we have a great video great yeah we, video. Gotta, we have to organize that thing and get it scheduled up so we can go do it because it's got it must be done it'll um, be my favorite video on the channel but yeah thunderhawk going from maple meadows the shit show that was maple meadows to thunderhawk where everyone's super nice to you uh, and very friendly and the golf course is pristine and it's very sort of um you know country club resort feel to it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know um was just a lot of fun Went with our pal Adam Unfiltered and played some pretty good golf. Happy overall. Happy belated birthday to Adam. Yeah, Unfiltered shout out to Adam. Yeah. The big forty years old. What an old man. Yeah, an old spirit. Yeah. Actually, old now. The oldest forty-year-old I've ever met. That's true. That's true. Adam Unfiltered. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was uh, it was a fun round. It's good. It's a long drive, as you know. You know, it's an hour to get out there. Um, but as I was thinking about it, you know, a lot of times I'll drive forty-five minutes one way um either to the golf course or from the golf course and the and you know that's only a 20 mile drive it just depends on where the golf course is because i live in the city yeah it's not easy to get places sometimes um so you know not that bad i sort of feel like but, uh, being a golfer like a, a big golfer in the city who doesn't belong to a country club well really even the ones that do um it's sort of it's almost a sort of reopening of reality like for me there's so many options within i mean i'll just make up our kind of arbitrary numbers like five to 20 minutes for me but for i feel like for right. the city golfers everything's a minimum of a half hour you know with except maybe the exception of like let's just say take sydney Maravitz. still probably half hour quite okay honestly. so we even there you go. Even I better. Mean, driving around in the city, driving in the, driving around in the city, uh, there's very little that isn't a half hour away when you're driving because we've got one way streets. Right. Uh, we've got a lot of traffic, obviously. Um, even Harbor Side, you know, yeah. If you, <laughs> if you head out, if you head out bright and early uh, ahead of traffic, it's still twenty minutes at the at the and least. You still, probably, you still could easily from where you, Harbor Side to where you live could still easily have an hour and a half drive home. The oh right, right, right. I mean, Riv and I, when Riv worked down in the city, and we would we would head there at like we would tee off at four thirty. You know, we'd leave. The, I mean, Harborside for those that don't know is probably what Bill fifteen miles from my house, if if even, yeah, yeah. It's it's in the city limits, I think technically, but it's, it's yeah, fifteen miles, ten to fifteen miles out. Um, we would leave for the golf course at three thirty. And we wouldn't hit a range ball when we got to the course. We'd get there and have to load up and go. It'd be an hour. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. That's so I feel like when you live in the city, you almost just go, you know what? No matter where I play, it's an hour drive. Two two hours one way minimum. So then you get into if something's norm, you're normally going 45 minutes, what's another 15 minutes each way? And I think like, right. don't get me wrong. At least then, at least I'm driving 40 miles. Yeah. For that hour instead of 25 miles for an hour. Either way, it sucks. But at the same time, like, it I feel like I, it's I think it's almost freeing for you guys. Because like I say to you, like, there's no practical good way for me to get to all those the cool North Shore, yeah, North Shore places yeah, where yeah. you're like, I really just hop on all the you know, I'm at the heart of all the cool highways that can get anywhere in the northern Chicago area or northern Illinois area. Sorry. 
It's so right, right. It's, it's something kind of envy with the city folk and their golf. Now the North Shore isn't is a lot better for me, uh, and and Thunderhawk is up up north. So it's that's Mundelein, the right, right? take. Is Thunderhawk? Where is it? No, that's Beach Beach Park. That's beach right. What am I thinking? Who's Park, in Munder? What's right? in Mundelein? I was gonna say Munderlein. What's in <laughs> What's the course in Mundelein that people get all worked up about? Couldn't tell you. Where's Brian Tweed when you need God him? God damn it, Tweeder! Come know. on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we'll, don't we'll know. figure it out. But we'll anyways, figure it out. Going up. That's why a lot of the times when I have when I'm playing just 18 by myself, you know, I'll head up to Wilmette or uh, Glenview or right. one of those because I can be like swoop. I can just swoop up 94 and I can avoid the the airport traffic and. Shit like so that. speaking of not being anyways, able to get tea times, side note, and you talk about courses close to you. I tried. Even because John Heise didn't have a car, and so it's like maybe I'll meet you know meet up with you, and I go, you know, the one I always talk about knocking out, and but you have it's going to take time to do because it's it's a commitment of a day from the, the suburbs is Jackson Park. I have to do it for historical purposes, whatever. And so yeah, I right. said, let's look into that <laughs> with a few days in advance. And Jackson Park was all booked up on Saturday, except for like an 11 a.m. tea time and a 3 p.m. tea time. Like if Jackson Park is completely full days in advance, like what hope does anywhere have, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the city courses fill up quick. I mean, Maravich is the same way. That nine-holer fills up in a heartbeat. Jackson, I'm guessing Jackson Park probably had an outing or something. I feel like, again, I feel like that or a tournament or something like that that they maybe were hosting on a Saturday. I have to see it at some point. I've never played that one either. I need to. I need to get oh, over there and play that. There we go. That'll 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 be on our list. That's that's one we yeah, should before do. Apparently, it's going to go away at some point, right? Is that still happening? Yeah, that still South thing? Shore become like my yeah. my deal is that I go and you know South Shore is obviously historic too, and Tom Bendelo, all that. Um, right, right. Those two courses become the Tiger Woods, Barack Obama project, right? And right, which right. that'll be fun, but it's like I still want to see the old. I mean, Jackson Park, it's like it's some it's old, one of the oldest public courses in America. And it's a, yeah, it has historical yeah. American golf significance. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll do that. That was the city. That was the first city course. Yeah. Yeah. Here in Chicago. It was yeah. a big deal. Like, it, hosted it was a big very deal. real golf. Um, yes. Yes. All right. Skip my Kinky Elks thing. We can talk about that sometime, but. That was, we always we have more shows. It's okay, yeah. and maybe we'll care then. Let's go. Uh, I I know you're not going to believe this. I'm going to tell you this. What's that? I watched multiple hours. I was. Did you professional? Not just PGA. Professional golf coverage on Sunday. Nice job. You watched the LPGA too. I did not. I did watch the corn oh. the corn fairy tour. Oh, corn fairy. Okay, and that's how you say it. And um. Then of course the the St Jude FedEx Cup right. event. Championship. Yes, right. So it was. Right. Uh, I did watch, but um, I'm gonna let you take it away here. Where do you want me to start? You want me to start with with the big with the bet with the with the family news? Yeah, I think you have the most to talk about. I mean, you have the notes and the salad, I have a, so yeah, you, I have a lot of thoughts on thoughts. it. So let's start. Yeah. So. Um, Let's start with let's go back a minute real quick. I, I, I'm guessing you didn't watch the Reds versus Cubs uh, game at Field of Dreams. No, same. Like one of the comments I saw a lot of was I didn't even know the game was on until I saw people talking about it on social media, and okay. um, so I didn't check it out for that reason and just my general. Well, you know, I was watching the golf because I'm such a big time <laughs> golf guy. Right, um, it was a night game, but okay. oh, it wasn't okay. Even more yeah. so. Yeah. And then uh, I was really watching the golf again at night. Um, <laughs> I will tell you this. I did. Um, I see you have, and I won't, I don't want to give it a, you know, I'll let you, I'll just let you say. Right. It. Okay. So I'll lay, I'll just put some context in here. And so they mic'd up a couple of players. They mic'd up Joey Votto and they mic'd up Ian Happ and Joey Votto's a, a probably a 14 year veteran of the game. Six, one of the great six, players. 16. Sixteen, sixteen-year veteran of the game. He's one of the great players. He will be a Hall of Famer. Probably not first ballot, but he, one of the best players of his era. Um, he's he's you know he's a he's a thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he 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 just he loves the history of the game. He, it's clear that you know he he loves the game itself. But you know we had him 
um, for roughly 20 to 25 minutes for a half an inning. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just him sort of just telling baseball stories. Yeah. It was part of it was about his, him and his dad about the, like, you know, about the surrounding things that were happening right now. But then he, you know, John Smoltz was in the booth. And so he was telling stories about (coughs) pictures from that earlier era, his rookie year. He's talking about Smoltz and Maddox and Glavin and, and Randy Johnson, Randy Johnson. Yeah. So he's just, he's just, he's just spinning yarns out there. Right. And it was so captivating and just so incredible. And I loved it so much. And I think I tweeted something about it. Like I could listen to that dude just tell baseball stories forever. Yep. Like for forever. Right. And somebody, somebody responded and agreed and said, nothing to see here, PGA tour. And that's like, that's what the PGA, I mean, if you really want to make this PGA tour, like we know that there's downtime T box to T box for these guys. They're just standing there. Um, You know, fine. It doesn't have to be like Joey Votto is, he's not a nationally renowned player you yeah. know he's he's in the nl central when we, we see him a 16 times a year or whatever we know him as as chicago because cubs fans and obviously cincinnati fans know him but but it doesn't have to be this big name or whatever just find guys like that kisner comes to mind these guys that can just they just want to talk golf and can keep it compelling and put a mic on them and man so can, would I mean there's so many similar I started thinking about similarities between golf you know PGA or golf in general and baseball and what are the complaints you know um, well golf has the reputation of it's a rich sport and it's you know disconnected and whatever it's elite um, but the other one is it's boring and it takes so long mm-hmm. and there's nothing to do right well the same thing was going on with baseball like Joey Votto. Uh, you know, for 20 minutes, 25 minutes was just talking about stuff. And the, so a half an inning, three outs took 25 minutes. Nobody cared because it was just so good. It was so entertaining. It's like, God, why can't the tour do something like that and and find these guys to just talk so, and promote the game that way? handful of responses to all of this that you brought up. It's I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. For the record, when it says, it says our note in our set list says Joey Votto comp. And I don't know. I was thinking there's a competition related to it or something. Oh, it's comparison. Right, which comparison. I figured out. And I'm glad right. I didn't say anything right. and left it with you because I was going to say the only thing I did watch was the Joey Votto mic'd up section because for whatever reason, it was in the YouTube algorithm. And I see. Yeah. And I, I don't watch baseball these days. Um, I don't really care. I barely know anybody in the game. But if I see Joey Votto mic'd up, pop up on youtube i'm watching it he it's it's just (laughs) gold and you're right it's so storytelling so good and i like uh and then uh i think his interactions with players that reach base or whatever is good yeah and i think um to your point he he played against all these pitchers from yesteryear and they talked to him uh, i thought this was fascinating about how different the game was Mm -hmm. when he came in and uh hitting against those pitchers was and then how it is now and how he's yeah. been able to adjust and succeed in both eras where not many people could do both. And I'm like, you know, what? that's a good take. I never would have thought of. And I thought it was interesting in hearing his thoughts on it. But then he's so loose and fluid in the conversation, minus a few where, you know, he's like s- stepping into a pitch or you know, something like that. Um, <laughs> right. But otherwise, right. like it's still pretty minimal. And then it was so and I've watched these before and he's usually a little. I would say softer on it, but when the third out was done and he was going in, he didn't even give him like a nice treat. He just cut him off. He's like, oh. right. <laughs> right. Good talk to you fellas. Yeah, Click. So yeah. good. But I, I mean, he was so, I feel like he was so involved in the storytelling and talking about baseball. That he's like, Oh, hold on. I got to get in position here. Like he would, you know what I mean? He had to like, I actively, every, every time think. I watch one of specifically his mic'd ups, cause I, I enjoy it. Cause usually baseball does a good job of picking a character. So they're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I go, man, I mean, you and I both played baseball. I, I don't know about you, but I was, we, we were like ordered. We had to be talkative on the field and you know, my personality. So it was like, well, I'll just lean into it. <laughs> um, right. But I like I don't think I could re- get anywhere near the level of engaged in conversation and responsiveness he was and survive just purely right, survive right. and also play baseball yeah. yeah now yeah but like to the point I mean back to my kind of PGA uh, comp is that 
these, you know, these guys have, they walk to their golf ball. You've got a minute for them to talk. It's not like Joey Vada, who is in play, who's playing actively on the field while he's talking to these guys. Like, don't, PGA players, don't give me this bullshit about like, oh, I got to concentrate. I can't, like, that's garbage. You got one of the best players of his era talking during a baseball game. In the field. Can I remind you, the DP World Tour slash formerly European Tour does do this. For and sure. And I think yes. of, you see. That's why I said PGA Tour specifically. Well, when you think yes. of these clips, right. you see uh, the goofballs on the Corn Ferry Tour. And I think there's so many guys right. out there. Um, Whether, you know, the PGA players. God, I feel like I, I, I know what I'm going to say. And I already feel like a douchebag saying it. But I'm just going to let it go <laughs> in the interest of a show. Um. I don't know if it's like these PGA players who are there week in and week out. People are interested in are so jaded by the machine and the money that maybe that's it. But these corn fairy guys, are much, I, I don't want to call them blue collar, but a little more, you know, blue collar trying to grind their way through. Um, yeah. And are more characters. Yeah. And you see things every now and then where they do seem more personal. They do seem more funny. I think the Joel Damon's and his caddy, Gino Benelli, like they're, Oh my God. Yeah. It'd be so good. Just. Oh my God. Mike Joel up for sure. Yeah. Just have to do it. Have to do it. God, and that dude would be amazing. Even if it's just like, all right. If you want to even the playing field, just say you're going to mic people up on X hole, whatever. Like, I don't know, man, you have to figure it out, but there's a, there should be a way to do it. And it's, you know, it's just another way to, to make the game interesting. And, and there's so much you know, golf, golf and baseball are both so much about tradition and history and, you know, numbers and reminiscing and, you know, fathers and sons and, and parents and kids and that whole thing. Like it's not, it wouldn't be that hard. What if we start slow? Let's start slow. You don't have to air it in the live broadcast, but in the days of the internet, we all want to consume content before let's start slow. Just pop it sure. on your YouTube channel. Right. During, like, you know, if it happened on Friday, pop it on the YouTube channel Saturday, which they'll be like, oh, it's going to take away from the 7,000 commercials on CBS on Saturday. So we don't want them watching <laughs> that. Fine. Right. Pop it up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't care. See how it does. And if people are into it, maybe then you start talking to some people, developing some partnerships with players and get it in the broadcast. But, um, Maybe I just yeah. answer that question. We couldn't possibly do it because how in the hell would you get the uh, seven minutes of commercials to one minute uh, Tiger Woods golf swing from four years ago coverage? Right. <laughs> right. right. God, golf coverage is so yeah. bad in America. Oh, my God. It has really gotten, uh, yeah, the in-play stuff. You know, I'm going to tell you. Then they're playing. Com- I mean, it's the tournament really was in was rough. fun to watch on Sunday because of the golf that was happening. God, yeah, for sure. Damn it, the broadcast was terrible. It was horrendously boring in my mind. And they, the, yeah, they're, they've. I can't. Oh God, if you're gonna, you're gonna get me no, all upset about the broadcasting of golf. They're just really. I think it's just, it's just laziness. It's just you? really pure laziness. There are ways to to make a golf broadcast more entertaining, um, more informational, and I just, they just. Don't feel the need. I guess they're right. They're still getting their money. They're still getting the broadcast. They don't. They don't really need to do it. Um, but unless it's a unless it's a sponsored, like what's the Scotty Scheffler just won the uh, like risk and reward award or something? Did you see that thing? And it was like the Aon Risk No and Reward Award. Or some stupid Who cares? idiotic thing. Like yeah, that's yeah. It's really how dumb. about so when I, it's just I, it's really it's such a you know, especially when you, when you, again, baseball broadcasters, right. And, you know, the ESPN crew has their issues. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the storytelling, the banter, much more relaxed. You have downtime. You can just kind of talk. I don't know, man. I, the guys that they're hiring to do these broadcasts, just, just don't do it for me. I think, um, it's not just the guys are hiring it. Every, it's just I don't know. Maybe they're just defanged. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they, you know, these they hire these guys and say this is what it is. It's going to be as vanilla as possible, and and 
you know, you're just gonna, I don't know. I always remember, I remember the first time I realized, um, and this is, it's kind of sports has come around a little bit because, you know, um, the home team broadcasts are very, they're homers, right? They, they do want the team to win. They're, they're, they're employees of the team. Like the Cubs broadcasters are essentially, you know, they're not going to say negative things about Cubs players, uh, you know, uh, most of the time, maybe Steve Stone of the, of the White Sox will call a guy out for not hustling at times, but he's a 30 year veteran of, of baseball broadcasting. He's not going to go anywhere. He can say what he wants. But um, anyways, my point is listening to golf broadcasts was the first time I heard um, broadcasters like cheer for players. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed weird. Like, you know, get in the hole. I oh, just missed that one. Like it just felt like odd. Well, yeah, Chris, just they want to see all players do well and succeed. Yeah, I guess that's true. It just it was weird to me. Like, just tell me, tell me what the ball golf ball is going to do, right, on the green, and then wa- let me watch. I don't know. That, that was very much a uh, what's his name, uh, Sir Nick thing. He did that a lot. I feel like a lot. Dottie Pepper does a lot too. But, I, I just think yeah. the whole um, the like self serving of it and they were like hang on let's bring someone and I, I was really keyed into lately they bring in some CEO or whatever from some whoever sponsoring the tournament and right. I get Immediate it because, channel changer but I, I, I mean I get it from the these guys are paying a ton of money to have the naming rights for the, like the CBS broadcast wouldn't be there if this company wasn't putting on the event like so I, I yeah see I don't know about that because no other sport does well, that. No, I, and you have stadiums. I understand why it's happening. Corporation names on I there. I don't see the value in it. Is what like I get yes. when they like the yes. uh, maybe the St. Jude's person gets on and said, "Hey, please come and that's totally different. Donate right. to X Y Z." But um, right. when the CEO of, or CFO or whatever a FedEx is sitting there talking about how like <laughs> when we brought playoff golf to the world, like oh. You brought playoff golf. That, it's, yeah, it's what so would I gross. do without FedEx bringing playoff golf? Like, yeah, I just yeah. think every week where some rich guy who happens to be a big golf nerd and loves his corporation getting a tax write-off to host this event and pay pay a bunch of people millions of dollars, you know, for whatever. Hey, you get your so many minutes in the sun every four, you know, each of the four days. I don't care. Right. I don't care what the guy from FedEx has Nobody, to say who, about any viewers, listeners. Does anyone do? Do you care? I would be curious. Like, is there someone that gives a shit about yeah. Johnny White guy, rich Johnny White guy coming out and being like, hey, yeah, thanks for, um, thanks for having me. shipped 700 million tons <laughs> of goods across the globe last year. And so everybody can get like really the supply chain still sucks. OK, um, <laughs> I just it drives me nuts, and then I, I, I'm I'm sure a lot of people uh, posted stuff about it. But the one I saw because it's in my regular Twitter too. Our good friend Ryan Q Info, uh, right? These guys show up to in their first hole of the playoff. They have to, you know, uh, I actually wasn't drawing the, the they didn't they didn't draw for T the T right. It's like whoever finished first, yeah, had the T off first. So it's basically the announcing of the formality that is a playoff and how it's going to be played is open with thanking the CFO of FedEx for everything that he does and allowing this to happen. Like the hell is that for brutal? Will Zalatoris and uh, Seb Straka make sure you thank the CFO and all of us watching. Thank you. CFO. Like. And to me, that's what's like, Jesus Christ, you guys. Let's- yeah, this turned into a real bitch session about the about golf, which I did not know. Was this your plan? Was this part of your bit? Just to like just No, the bit was to basically ignore the set list and uh but oh, okay, anyway, great. yeah. So what's what love, was good about I, golf I, though? Uh year the the McEwen, the house McEwen had himself a right. day or a week. I will real quick before we leave from um, Will and Seb, and that that was fun to watch. Very compelling. Um, it, felt, it, was it was really like watching a, you and me play golf. Well, until until well, but they were parring everything. Like when they, I think it was the third time, second or third time they they played eighteen, and they both hit par putts that were like 
at least 15 feet or more yeah. out to extend that thing. So that was just, but anyways, you're right. It was a little messy, but that 18 hole, that 18th hole, I don't know a good way to play that thing. Everybody go, everybody pushes was that, that hole right. Stupid? Like in, in our, in our yeah. genuine golf yes. course assessments, like, is that kind of a dumb hole? I, yes. I think it's a dumb hole because of where, uh, the traps sit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Yes, you want to, the ideal shot is obviously a left to right over the water. You want to cut that corner and get beyond those traps and try to land it softly into the fairway. But, you know, like, I think it's just a little too penal to avoid water and be in what they have, like four traps lining that elbow like lining that dog leg left like yeah and then if, even when know, you guys, like it's a little rough. straka hits it in the middle right you know middle-ish of the fairway and then it's like you have the punishing no miss shot into the green too yeah. so second shot yeah because it's 460 yards or yeah, whatever just it is wild. Or, yeah. yeah that's it's not a great finishing hole anyways um those two as i was watching them and you know you have a lot of again a lot of downtime which a two-man playoff um it, it gave me another idea for a bit that we will do probably during the golf off, off season when we're struggling for topics and things. Mm-hmm. I have a new game for us to play. I'm in. Can't wait. Very similar to uh, five major questions with Bill Bush. Yeah, yeah. We, have some, we have something else coming. So I'm, I'm doing some work on that. More to a little be. workshop it, workshop it in. Yeah. <laughs> more, more is coming later. Anyways. Yeah. Mark, my brother, Mark sent me a text early Thursday morning. Early Thursday morning, I think he was dry. I think him and his and his daughters were going on vacation. They must have been on the road or something. I don't know. Um, and he said, "I threw down twenty bucks on Will Zalatoris straight up to win the tournament." I mean, this is at like five in the morning. He must have sent this to me. I, it was so early in the morning, and uh, he's like, "I don't know. I just have a. I just have a feeling. Just have a feeling." Sure enough. Will Zalatoris comes out victorious and Mark wins himself a, a cool 500 bucks. No big deal. No big deal, right? First, it's first it's the first golf bet he's ever made <laughs> in his life. Right. He just won $500. So I thought it'd be a good idea. You know, we, we've, we've been struggling to find, um, you know, the gambling aspect, to, to work the gambling aspect of golf into the show. It's such a popular thing. Everyone does the DFS stuff. So I thought, well, Mark seems to be the expert here. So I think every week we have Mark give his pick for the winner of the, the, the tournament that's starting today as this episode drops, right? BMW Championship in Delaware? Yeah, is that going to work logistically then? Is it in Delaware? That's neat. Um, yeah. I guess you'll have to place your bet after round one. I, I hope his picks <laughs> then will come in at like, there'll be, you know, 13 strokes off the lead on Thursday, you know, plus three, right. minus 10. <laughs> right. And it's like, sorry, that's his right. pick. And then, I, I, I mean, inevitably one of those will hit too. And I'll be like, God, <laughs> don't know what to tell you. It was a great bet. You should have taken it on Friday. <laughs> Right, right. Um, anyway, so uh, I'm going to toss it to Mark, and he's going to give us our, his his pick here. No, I do not need my car warranty extended. What I need is to keep my wrists turned over or stop from leaving them open and setting everything right every time. I- oh. oh, 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 hey, Will Zaltoris. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Mark's pick. Uh for the BMW Championship. Um, hey, thanks, Mark. And Bill, it's a pleasure, to, pleasure <laughs> to have Mark. Yeah. Change it up a bit. Yeah, everybody, everybody meet Mark. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's... Uh, Mark will be back. Mark will be here every week to give his expertise and to provide his his pick for the next winner of the championship, of the, uh, of the tournament. You've been warned. So we, we appreciate his research and his effort uh, into that uh, new role of his. We'll workshop it as it goes, too, folks. Let us know. Let us know in the comments how you're doing with Mark's picks as we go on, all right? <laughs> That's right. All right. We've covered a lot. The show went in all the usual ways we hoped it would, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yep. Anything you – Chris, what do you want to plug for the, the fine folks this week? Uh, what do we have? Um, we've got the IQ360 on course review. It mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. out right now. And then um, we're heading into – 
Cobra LTDX week. For those of you of you English, I got it. For those of you that are wondering what that means, we have the uh, we took the Cobra LTDX driver out and did some things with it, in addition to right. opening it. So check that out. Right, building an unboxing, and then we went and headed to uh, the rare to uh, testing HQ. The rare on course testing occasion. HQ. Our videos beat out, well, not so much the unboxing, but our video beats out the written review. So check that out. If you head over to uh, the driverangeos.com website, you will find yourself the Adele SMS Irons review. You may recall that drop we had Chris yep. Koski on recently to talk about those. So read the review and don't you worry, we have a video in the works that's going to be Do we ever. a lot of fun Do we ever. to the point shenanigans will happen we have to probably bring on a full foursome in our group just to provide some buffer and let us <laughs> put up with us um and then uh the radmore golf you've seen the unboxing here on the channel but the sure the, the post is up read more about them and what they're doing some pretty good stuff and um that's it do us a favor like we said subscribe Give us a thumbs up, maybe that'd be great. Hit hit the uh, notifications or the bell so you get all the notifications. And uh, listen, tell a friend, tell a friend. However, you consume this, that man, you for whatever reason can't get enough of these two golf nerds, and they're not really that golfy of golf nerds. So you should too, friend. We'd really appreciate that. Okay. Chris, it has been a pleasure. I do miss having the garage show with you. Um, yeah, it's still nice to hear your voice, though, especially in soon in enough. The, we'll be back in together. The professional again. cans, like a, like a <laughs> studio here. All right, that's Chris right. McEwen at Chris McEwen on the social medias. I'm Bill Bush, DriveRangeHeroes.com at Range Hero Heroes. That's a new serial <laughs> at Range Heroes and all the social medias. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Sure.